0: And I've realized through the years that, that guilt is an unwanted emotion for, you haven't done anything wrong. You know, guilt mm-hmm. is something someone else puts on you. You Correct. haven't done anything wrong. And there's nothing wrong with wanting more.
1: This is Not Your Mother's Middle Age no longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that. And so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things, For new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons, you will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles-McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Dr. Julie Lord is from upstate New York. She moved to North Carolina for college, attending Campbell University. She later moved to Atlanta to attend Life Chiropractic, where she received her doctorate in chiropractor. While at Life University, she met her husband, Shane, who was attending Georgia Tech. They had two beautiful children, Kobe and Skylar. They now live south of Atlanta in a place called Serenby, where Julie and her business partner, Jill Campbell, opened Studio 13, a boutique Pilates studio. How Julie got here is a great story. Thank you so much, Julie, for joining me here on the Second Wind Podcast. I'm so grateful for your time today. We are talking to Dr. Julie Lord in her Studio 13, which is located in Serenby, which is in Chattahoochee Hills, Georgia. And Julie, first question I have for you, tell me about what brought you to that moment, to that trigger to whatever it was that got you to your second wind. Okay.
0: Awesome. Well, Wendy, it is such a honor, a privilege, a pleasure to be on this podcast with you. So thank you for having me on the podcast. And I just love the opportunity to, you know, speak to women. I feel like uh, women should help empower other women and we all have a story. And when we share our stories, sometimes light bulbs go off of just, ah, that's what I need to do, or that's how I need to shift gears. So thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, I think for me, the defining turning moment was being alone uh, in a hotel room. My husband, it was my 49th birthday. And he said, honey, I'm going to send you away for two days by yourself just to think. And for me, I recharge being alone, Wendy. Uh, I I just get things straight. Some people they recharge, you know, big parties, having lots of people. But that is not me. So I literally spent two days in just kind of quiet, contemplative meditation. Did not turn on the TV the whole time in the hotel. Oh time. wow! And I just started writing. I started journaling. And again, I think one um, thing that's important to know is my story. I feel like it doesn't come from a place of pain or suffering. It's not that anything bad or tragic happened. You know, my life was pretty good. I'm a doctor. I'm married. I have two kids. But I just didn't feel like I I hit the mark in the bullseye. I felt like something was missing that I totally wasn't fulfilled and totally in my my zone, my flow of my purpose. So it was that time being alone and I just wrote down a piece of paper, you know, one thing I really want to do is I want to either own or run a Pilates studio. Hmm. And I wrote that down of the parameters. And literally four months later, I'm sitting in Atlanta in my car, getting ready to go take a, a practice from someone else in Pilates just for further education. And I get a call from Jill Campbell. Hey, I'm buying a work live in Sanby and I want to open a Pilates studio in the bottom of the commercial space, what will it take to get you? So that's how it all started.
1: That's amazing. And you had told me that you didn't know her. This no. this phone call came out of the blue. What? He's like an what?
0: angel out of heaven.
1: Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> and and this 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 phone call comes in from this Comcast number, and you was this, was this how far after the hotel stay where you meditated and were journaling and came up with this idea of either running or owning a studio? How, how far after?
0: So less than a year, like four months. Um, four months. November, she called me in March. So it was not a long time. And it's kind of, you know, I, I put that out there. I kept the piece of paper forever. It, it's all, you know, crumpled up on an Piece of Omni paper. You know how they the hotels yeah. back in the day pre COVID would give yeah. you a pen and you know their letterhead paper. I kept it forever because I felt like no, I need to remember this. I need to remember what I wrote down and solidify it. So yeah, pretty. Quickly. So those
1: four months before this phone call happened, how were you expressing your your feelings or your thoughts of wanting to do this?
0: You know, it's so funny how I expressed it is I continued to dive in and learn more and more about Pilates. Actually, I didn't tell the thought I wrote down on the paper to anyone. So now there's a part of me I'm wondering if that's the key.
1: Of not telling. I know. Huh. I don't I know. know.
0: I don't know either. I continued to express in the Pilates world and be involved and take practices from all different types of practitioners but I didn't even think I told my husband the dream of this is really what I want to do, you know, in the next couple of years.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Oh, cool. Okay. Wow. So, okay. So let's, let's dive in a little bit into your story. Where, where, how do you get to the point where you're not only this Pilates studio person, Um, which by the way, Dr. Julie took me through a half an hour on these reformer equipment things and it, that's no joke. You know, it doesn't look like you're just, I mean, it looks like you're just laying there. Oh, but you're not. And I I had a little bit of sweat. That is true. And it was, it was very good. And I will be back, but there's more to you. Can you kind of give us a chronological event? that brought you to this spot?
0: Sure. So to back way up is actually, when I went to college, I was on track to be an attorney. And I worked for an attorney. Uh, my last summer before I went away to college, my dad, actually, is the one who wanted me to be an t- attorney, you mm-hmm. know, high like 20, 20 more of what I wanted to be, and just, you know, got in, college and realized, gosh, this is not what I want to do. I do not want to be an attorney. At that time, I this I was in college in the eighties. Aerobics was really big. Uh,
1: so I was a
0: doctor, taught tons of aerobics at my university and local, you know, spas and things like that. And I met a woman chiropractor in my class. She would come to my class regularly. She said, you know, Julie, as much as you're into health and fitness, I can't see you being an attorney. She's like, you need to become a chiropractor.
1: Oh, so she saw that in you.
0: Yes. And the funny thing, I had been to a chiropractor as a teenager. I played field hockey and when my hips were off balance, you know, we lived in a small town. My parents had sent me to the chiropractor maybe only two or three times, Maybe you know, not like I went regularly and I was like, you know, let me start researching this. I think this is what I want to do. And sure enough, it was. So I remember calling my dad and saying, Dad, I'm not going to law school. I'm going to get my doctorate in chiropractic. Click,
1: right? And then you just hung up the phone.
0: I did. I was afraid he was going to freak out on me, Wendy. Right. So I was like, whoa, (laughs) mic drop, you know? Yeah. 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 So he called back. He's like, that's fine. You know, live your life. You do you. And he was great. Um, He paid for all my education, which is a total blessing. Mm -hmm. And that's what brought me to Atlanta. I attended Life Chiropractic. So moved down to Atlanta and still stayed very, even in chiropractic school, I taught aerobics there, was the aerobics coordinator for always into health and fitness and it wasn't until the 90s that I started delving into, because I started hearing about this thing called Pilates in magazines. Mm-hmm. So being in a fitness, I'm like, hmm, what's that? And that's how I started investigating Pilates and attending classes.
1: Wow. But then something happened to, to somehow get your name out there to this lady. Like, you must have been doing something really Right where she had heard about you because you didn't know her from Adam. You d- you had no uh, idea who
0: she was. So yes, that connection. So um, she came to Serenby to purchase her work live. And she met Raina, who is uh, uh, in real estate here at Serenby. And she said, you know, Raina takes my math classes from me. She's like, you know, if you want to do Pilates? You really need to talk to Dr. Lord. She's kind of the the Pilates go to guru in Serenby. So she talked to me first, and we decided to meet. Um, and you know, she's like, "Yeah, we're compatible. This is good." So it wasn't it wasn't difficult, Wendy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think there's a time to push, but I also think there's a time to relax and let it flow. And for me, most things in my life that have worked out really well, my marriage, my kids, it's its flowed pretty easy. I feel like if I'm constantly having to like push a ball up a hill, it might be a time to question mark, is this the direction I should be going? Yeah.
1: I love that you just said that. Because I am a firm believer that it's, if you surrender to what you're in alignment with, it just comes, it just, it just happens and you don't have to fight it. And I think that's a really good point you bring up. So yes. you were open to the phone call. You were open to the possibilities. You didn't say, oh, I, how, how did you get my name? Oh my gosh, I'm not worthy. You know, you didn't do any of that. Um, right. And you allowed the conversation to happen and you allowed yourself to be open to it.
0: Yes. Because she
1: came to you, and within how long did you end up in the studio you're in right now, which is beautiful.
0: Thank you. So this is what's incredible, and people have been, like, in shock and awe. They're like, okay, uh, you and Jill were able to open a Pilates studio in the middle of COVID Hmm. quicker than I've seen people in the fitness industry. It, it like, takes them a year or a year and a half to do the build-out. I met Jill in March, I have to look back in our computer system, but I think I put like the first person on the reformer sometime in June. So I'm talking the build out, the bathroom done, the wallpaper up, the business license on the wall, March, April, May, June. So again, four is my lucky number. Wow,
1: four is your lucky number.
0: Four months of putting out the piece of paper and Jill calling me. I just realized talking to you four months from the time we met to the build out, we're up and running. And during COVID, while other gyms are closing and other Pilates studios, um, you know, we, we have been blessed. It's been nothing but a beautiful journey.
1: Oh, that's a very good point, too. Um, you had, when we, when we had spoken earlier, you had told me, weren't you on some kind of Zoom calls or phone calls with other Pilates studio people? And you were at a point, you just had to stop being part of those calls?
0: Yeah, because I was like, "Wow it um, it was really negative. It was bringing mm. me down." And I, I, in my, you know, my underdeveloped me, I can get fear based and start to worry about things. So I know that about myself and my character. So I was like, you know what? I just don't even want this to get in and mess with my head. You right. know, um, of this, this can't be successful during COVID just because other Pilates studios are closing, we're on a good track. I just need to keep positive and keep the momentum and the energy going where it is.
1: So yeah. intuitive and so smart of you. Yeah. Cause once we let those, those little creepy crawlies in,
0: mm-hmm. they
1: multiply
0: they and do. then defeat us. Yes. And we
1: don't yeah. ever know what could have happened. Thank you yeah. so much for bringing that up. Tell me this, Julie how has this has this affected you has this changed you as a person as how you feel As how you put yourself out there in the world at all
0: well that's a funny question so I just had my 50th birthday on Wednesday
1: oh happy birthday I didn't even know that happy birthday
0: thank you thank you and um so it's funny Fiftieth birthday, and now doing this call with you again. This is this is cool. <laughs> um, so my husband wrote me a fiftieth birthday card, and one of the things he said in there is, "You are stronger. You are more balanced. Um, you are more confident than I've ever seen you." Wow! So it's how something that may stress some people out of doing this during COVID and, you know, the election and everything else. For me, I think when you're in a flow, it can be a balancer, even if it's work, it can be a balancer.
1: That's Somehow. amazing that he sees that in you. How do you feel about you?
0: I love that. How I feel about me are those words as well. I probably would add some, um, I do. I feel stronger. I feel more balanced, just like he said. And I feel like I can handle more. And I don't know if it's a part because I'm doing Pilates all day long and that affects the parasympathetic nervous system. So I'm more relaxed and calmer and clear about things and can make easy decisions, tough decisions with a little more flow and ease. I'm not exactly quite sure but i just realized that myself um that wow um yeah that's something else that i've seen as well and i think um i'm better for my family because i'm in the flow of what i'm supposed to be doing i am much more in tune and present with them for sure
1: yes yeah i find that too that just like in feeding my farm animals and the dog barking in the background as she always does one of the many it doesn't even bother me like it doesn't stress me out I'm not annoyed as easily when you're doing things that make your heart sing
0: yes and I feel like with women uh, as women when when we're uh, unhappy under the surface things bubble and then it comes Mm -hmm. out you know what I mean you know, we snap at our husband, we snap at the kids, but deep down, what's really the issue is not the husband of the kids. It's we're unhappy and unfulfilled. So we can't take much, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. that Internal struggle energy that's going on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. And sometimes I, I know I've, I've spoken to many women now friends and, and people I've never met before who Always have felt that something was missing, which affected how they were reacting in different situations with different people. And they felt almost guilty for feeling that they didn't have everything because on the surface everything looked pretty good. Right. Um, so, but it's okay to still feel that way. And it's just a matter of uncovering it, you know.
0: Yes. And I love
1: uncovering what covering.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Wendy.
1: No, go Um, ahead. Go ahead.
0: I love what you just said, because, you know, I think um, in the world we've been, most of us, I won't say everyone has been taught, you know, to grow up of, be you know, women, be the sweet, you know, gentle, soft, quiet, Southern girl or whoever, don't need much, don't require much, blah, blah, blah. And we almost feel guilty for wanting more, even though we're happy for wanting or asking for more. And I've realized through the years that that guilt is an unwanted emotion for you haven't done anything wrong. You know, guilt mm-hmm. is something someone else puts on you. You right. haven't done anything wrong and there's nothing wrong with wanting more. And I think sometimes you just got to, you know, get comfortable with saying that um, for sure.
1: Yes, and I think the wanting more, you could even maybe change the verbiage to finding your purpose.
0: Exactly. And that's the other thing is it's not in wanting more out of a selfishness or a greed. It's wanting more of falling more into your your purpose of who you should be in line with the flow of who you are meant authentically to be.
1: Yes. yes. Well um, said, doctor. Well said.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I have a word for this. I call this chakras bloom of like being fully sure. developed, fully aware. And one of my friends, she actually made me a piece of artwork that's called chakras bloom. And what that meant to us even years ago is that we are fully expressed of who we should be as a woman.
1: Ah. I love that. I would love to see a picture of that. Take a picture and we can put it in, a,
0: in the Facebook candy, group candy. so
1: people can candy. know what you're, yes. what you're talking about. Yes. The chakras yes. bloom. I, I love that concept. So Julie, do you have any secrets or routines that keep you going? Because I mean, we all get down. We all have moments, mm-hmm. even if we're in perfect alignment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any tricks that you can share?
0: Yes. Well, um the first one is um I get up early, really early. Like sometimes clients will laugh at me like, "Yeah, I got your text, your email at like 4 a.m." Yikes. That's my way of being alone. And I get up early, I have my cup of coffee. That's my ritual. Um and then I have my time of meditation and usually it's it's some different book that I'm reading. Um right now the one thing I'm doing for the month of November is a gratitude list where I basically either write down a piece of paper or just say a couple things internally that I'm grateful for during the month of November each each day. So that, and then another thing, it sounds so simple, but self-care, you know, of just knowing of like, you know what? Mm-hmm. My cup is empty. I need to refill my cup. Um, things that I flow to is, again, I really love to take Pilates from other people, obviously. Uh, I love reflexology. Um, you know, I love time being with friends. I love swimming. So there are certain go-to, basically it's interesting, Wendy, movement-based things that kind of help me unwind or unravel in a positive way. I I do think definitely. And then I'm a big proponent of vitamins. They work for me. They really work for me of just keeping your immune system strong. Wow. Yeah. Breath work too. Each day, spend some time breathing, whether I'm sitting on a reformer or sitting, you know, in my car or on my sofa, um, pretty much do breath work every single day. Yeah.
1: That is key. Uh, that the whole breath idea is is coming more and more to the main line. Yes, and to the forefront, which is really important and I'm hoping to have some more people experts That's on that on great. the on the podcast to share with everyone. So what's next for Dr. Julie Lord?
0: <laughs> well, remember, I, I think my key is I don't want to say I can't tell you because you know, I oh, oh, can't yeah, tell anyone. Okay, um, maybe I, I can tell some you know little things. I, I definitely want to, right now, I am the only um instructor in the studio that runs the, the studio. I would love for the studio to branch off and to have more instructors in the studio. Um, I work each day, pretty much morning, starting at 7 a.m., ending at four. And I would love for the studio to have um, evening hours. So I think sharing mm-hmm. what I've loved and learned with others and um, having others in you, whoever would wanna be that would want to be an instructor. So I think that's one thing that's next. And then I feel like there's something, one piece, and I don't know what it is yet, Wendy, that I'm supposed to do as a doctor of chiropractic. I don't know exactly okay. what that little nugget is, but I feel like there's something more I'm supposed to do in that realm. And I'm sure it will fall back and connect into Studio 13 and Pilates and all that as well. So I'm, that's the thing I'm, I'm thinking about um, right now. Like, hmm. What is, what is that going forward?
1: Neat. Okay. So you're just open.
0: I'm open. You know that there's
1: something and you're just open to whatever that may be.
0: Exactly. And there, there are a couple more things I would like to learn. Um, uh, There is another exercise technique called gyrotonics. Never heard of it. It's a machine base, but I would, it's work that I took when I lived in Buckhead, but I loved it. But again, just beautiful therapeutic movement and you have these round things that you use and your legs are in pulleys. So learning, growing, learning, growing. So yes, learning, growing. I need to study to add into the repertoire of what I'm already doing.
1: Mm-hmm. That is amazing. So learning and continuing to be open to different genres almost is is kind of your your key to success
0: I that I would say that when I when I get bored or I feel stuck I'm like I gotta learn something new I gotta go take a course like that works for me and sometimes it's something that you know like Pilates that's been a lifelong journey that I started in the 90s sometimes it's something like oh that was great it was fun but it doesn't really stick but I it always it's a stepping stone Wendy you know what I mean of to the greater bigger step sometimes it takes several little steps to the big step for sure or a
1: whole lot of little steps
0: for sure yeah yes, yes <laughs> exactly exactly and then
1: i guess from what you're saying and what i'm getting from our conversation is it's a matter of continuing to take steps and and evolving and never settling
0: Exactly. I know for me, I have to keep, I have this phrase of like, I keep it moving, you know, I have to keep it moving of this, um, of my phrases, stay in my own lane, girlfriend and keep it moving, you know? Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so great. So where can people find you? So, and what um, do you offer if if somebody lives, say in California, but they love listening to you and maybe they would like to look you up how yes. does that look?
0: So I would definitely um, get on our website. Um, you can Google Studio 13 or they can email me um, personally or at the studio at drjulielord at gmail.com or drjulielord at studio13, saranby.com, either one. But I would love for people to peruse our website as well. And look at that.
1: Great. Yes. And well, and we will put you in our private Facebook group and answer questions and all the information will be in these show notes.
0: Thank you. And then another way um, is do follow us on Instagram, our Instagram, we ah. Studio 13 Serenby, and usually knock on wood, if I have time, I post a picture a day so they can see the studio lot and different Pilates moves and things that we're doing in the studio. So that's probably one of the best ways, you know, to keep up with us on a daily basis. Yes.
1: Oh, that's so neat. I didn't even know that. That's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So start a lot of work,
1: but you love it. So it's okay.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well,
1: wonderful! Thank you so much for your time today, Julie. And I'm excited to share you with our audience.
0: Thank you.
1: And I will catch you on the flip side.
0: Thanks, Wendy. This was a great experience. I appreciate you. And I'll, I'll see you in Studio 13. Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel.